This week, Beck and Soda's podcast comes to you with love. Thanks to the Hospital Research Foundation Group, fighting for cures and improved care in over 50 areas of disease and illness. Together, let's support life-changing medical research to save lives. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, Adelaide. Are we a little dusty? Is the voice a little scratchy? The few people that would be, it was a uh, monstrous night if you'd gone to the Adelaide 500 and stuck up for a bit of Robbie at the end. I reckon um, think most that, Robbie fans wouldn't be up yet. I think, uh, no, that's a good point. Um, MG said during 50,000, I've got a feeling that they even felt like there might have been more. Well, Robbie said on stage 80, I have never, ever seen a crowd like that. You know, no, like. I can't remember that many people in one place for a long time. No, I mean, I good guess boat. Adelaide Oval's a bit different because everyone's sort of. Up. So you, it was just the fact that everyone was flat. And I, I watched Robbie from behind, the guy with the biggest head in Adelaide. I couldn't see a thing. You couldn't see Robbie talking because I think he's still talking yeah, now. he's still having yeah, a chat. He was, yeah. he was, he was, it was a therapy session it for was. Robert, It was. Look, it was very good. If, good you, if you weren't there, it, honestly, it felt like it was 50-50 music and essentially talking. Which it was like a TED talk, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was entertaining and terrific, and music was awesome, and everyone's having a, a brilliant time. Um, so yeah, it was a great, uh, great event. Geez, they're going to have to top it. What yeah. are they going to do? They announce it pretty much straight after, don't they? Like pretty uh, soon yeah, after. Robbie was oh, no, early in the new year, wasn't okay. he? I reckon. Well, yeah. Don't you follow Robbie with Kiss? Oh yeah, that's what the AFL, AFL did. So kiss next year. Yeah. They, they wouldn't be able to. I don't think they'd be there, would they? They won't make. No, no. They won't make well, next yeah, November. I wouldn't okay. have thought. Oh, don't. Swifty, you, it's stop it! You'll curse oh, them. Taylor and then it wouldn't get. They wouldn't get Swifty. Swifty. Talk last night, Swifty. Just made that one up. <laughs> yeah, no, she'll still be touring. I was so far back. I was pretty much in a food truck. I was so far back, but it was still brilliant. I yeah. stood behind a bin. Oh. Which meant no one was in front of you. Well, how good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> how good. Um, my sister it was there was sending me a text, and she goes, "Have a look at this." And I'm not joking. You could see little lines on Robbie's face. She's so close. She pushed her way to the front. Oh wow. Oh, it's okay if you're one person. You can't. Wait. No, she wasn't on her own, mate. She's not five. Okay. She was with people, but no, like, she pushed her way all the way like, the front. I don't like the crowd pushes. What? They, I don't know. <laughs> I had a lot of people push past me. Someone pushed past me with a, a potato on a stick and nearly took my eye out. Oh, no. I was like, mate, finish your spud and then push through the crowd. Don't try and walk your way through with a with a sharp object. Right, the uh, concert was really good, though. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yes, music and Karen, Karen up the back. Wow. <laughs> uh, um, how'd you go getting a cab home? It was insane. Yeah. Getting a... Cab home. Oh, no, I ran home. <laughs> what? what? I ran, ran home. home. Oh, it was... Crazy, there were so many people there that uh, I was walking out and looking around. Uh, had a friend with me, just looked and gone, I reckon we run, and just ran. Wow. Were you wearing your double pluggers? Uh, no, I didn't have the thongs on. No, you <laughs> couldn't wear your thongs for that, could you? I uh, no, just had a pair of runners on and um, it was good. I ran home, and by the time I got home, I had sweat dripping off me and oh. had a shower and went to bed and then woke up and then came to work. That's how life works. Yeah. You party and you. And your work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go right. for Adelaide. No, it's not see well done. People out. Pretty, everyone was in pretty good spirits. Mm-hmm. Not they too were. many people messy like I thought they might be. Oh, I did see a couple of paramedics attending to a few oh. people who Thanks for that. Overindulged. Yep. Just a downer. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Up until that point, it was a yeah, really good well concert. Until we, uh, Robbie Williams. <laughs> nice yeah. work, Robbie. Robbie, we love you, Robbie. Love you, Robbie. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Just another mum fell Monday. 
Mum Fail Monday. Well, as you may remember, I told you last week I had a lovely dinner with my eldest, Grace, oh, who's did. 20. Yep. Any particular reasons? Well, having three kids, I just kind yep. of feel like I don't get that one-on-one time. And so she'd been working really hard and I said, let's just grab a dinner. Yep. Um, and I just thought we would talk about, you know, how's uni, how's the boyfriend, like just life sort of, but, but more sort of in the small talk. Arena. Not interested in going deep? No, no I just I like, I like no. small talk. Yes, you do. I'm well aware of that. We're engaged in it right now. Yeah, this is it. I don't uh, like... Okay, yeah, thank you, Becca. I think the weather is pleasant today. <laughs> I like commenting on what people are wearing. Yeah. Uh, I was in a hurry this morning, so I only put the shorts and the T-shirt on. I didn't go any further. Anything else? And you also told me you weren't wearing any docks today, uh, which is really alarming for me because you keep lifting your leg up and I'm trying not I, to look. I did not. <laughs> I did not. All right. Stop the small talk. What is your story? Come on. So, but Grace, no, she wanted to go deep. So she, after I sort of skirted around them and we decided what we were going to order and took the photos of the food and all the stuff that we do when we eat out together. Oh, dear. She goes, Mum, I want to know what was I like as a child? Oh, good on you, Grace. Tell me about my childhood. Good question. I love it. And I said, yes. I said, you were a happy baby. (laughs) You were always happy. (laughs) And you didn't cry very much. You had really cute blonde curls and you were happy. <laughs> Do you roll that story out with each of the three? Oh. Well, that's the thing. She goes, no, no, no. I want more. Like, just yeah. tell me. Give me a story about something I did. And that's the thing. She's entitled to know this I stuff. I know, but I've got three daughters. They all looked the same when they came out. Sometimes when I go through an album, I'm like, I can't remember which baby oh. that is. What? And I honestly, I've told, I've got, oh, remember when, like, your first word was this? And James will go, no, no, that was the other one. <laughs> I've got the three children completely blurred in my head. I can't remember which was which and who did what. So they've morphed into one child. They've morphed into one child. And how do you how do you explain that to a child who's sitting in front of you, just wanting something about their their childhood? And so I couldn't. You could not come up with anything <laughs> other than you're happy. You were happy. <laughs> really? You make something up. You um, I'd say. And come she, on. And then she goes, "What were my favourite like?" Well, this, Clothes to wear. I said, well, you just, I don't know, you dress yourself and you you liked books. Oh, but, <laughs> hey, but mum, but you can tell me your favourite clothes that you wear every day and that you post pictures of. I was like, um, I loved you very much. I still do. Oh, look, let's, let's get another drink. Wait, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. What about her first day at school? Yeah. Can you remember that? Um, I do remember her first day. So of she's school. the eldest. Because I, no, I do remember that because I was particularly emotional because it was the first, yep. and we hadn't. I hadn't had a second yet, so I went home to an empty house. So I remember that. But what do you remember about her on that <laughs> yeah. day? Uh, she was. There's a lot about you. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now, Beck, I know you had your 30th anniversary for school, which we're going to touch in a little bit, but I also had my 30th anniversary for all the guys I played football with, um, and they were in town. They've been here for three days. God oh, knows yeah. what they did last night. Plugger but, uh, and Booger and... Spike. Uh, Spike yeah. was there, Monster, yeah. Megahead, yeah, yeah, Monster. yeah, Jack the Knife. All the boys were there having a great time. Anyway, we went out for dinner, right? And now, a lot of these guys I hadn't seen since 1992, Ooh. so... Some of them I can't remember what they look like. Anyway, <laughs> I've walked in and, um, you know, you walk into like a, a restaurant, everyone's sitting at their tables. Mm. I'm looking for the group going, I actually legitimately don't know which 
group they yeah, are. Yeah, and you would have 20-year-old them in your yeah, head. Exactly, and I'm wandering <laughs> around, and then I look over, mm. and then I hear, oi, and I looked at a bunch of geriatrics on a table <laughs> and went, my God. They were that old, some of them. It looked like that they would have taken their teeth out and put them in a glass and just tried to chew their steak <laughs> with their gums. I'm, actually, I'm sort of looking there going... It was remarkable, wonderful to see them. But you know when you haven't seen someone for that long? Yeah. And like the guys when we were playing footy who were sort of 25, 26 then, look, they're over 60 odd, but they've still got the same faces of the 20 year old, but it looks like it's just aged with one of those apps. You know what <laughs> I mean? A bit less hair, graying. The funniest part was when we, um, we finished at the restaurant, we were just walking looking for a bar to go and have a drink. Oh, afterwards. That's, a, that's a bad news. Yeah. So <laughs> as we were walking along, I was looking at everyone and it was like watching a bunch of cowboys because they're all sort of waddling. <laughs> mm. And I stopped one and I go, how you going, mate? And he goes, I've had my hip done, got my uh, hip done about two months ago. And then I was going, I've had both knees done. They've all had replacements. And I'm just sitting there going, and then a car came across the road and I quickly ran across and get hit and they go, stop showing off, young fella. <laughs> it's just insane. But very, very bizarre. Anyway. Um, they were starting to get into a bit, and I thought, I need to sneak home. I was driving. So anyway, I've uh, walked back through Rundle Mall, and it was about 11.30. Mm. And I'm going, what's going on here? And then I realised, Black Friday. Oh. I was open until midnight. It was black, there were people everywhere in Rundle oh, Mall, because wow. I'm thinking, this is quite peculiar. So I started doing some shopping. You shopped at 11.30. Went into Foot Locker, JD Sports, got the kids a whole heap of stuff. Oh, yeah. I was just cruising around shopping. I don't think I've oh, shopped for look, ages. I wish I'd known. I would have given you my wish list. You could have come along. The Black <laughs> Friday sales was quite remarkable. Yeah. I got the last sale of the night too. The shop was shutting and they're going, you've got to hurry out. And it went ding to 12 o'clock on my receipt. Yeah. Right. How good's that? So you've you done all your Christmas shopping? Not all of it, but I've got a fair bit done in half an hour in Rundle Mall. And it's Cyber Monday today as well. Really? Yeah. I'd go back in. I'd just top up. Is that open on midnight too? I don't think so. No. It, was bit, it was very weird though. Shopping at midnight. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't realise the shops were allowed to stay over, but it was... Yeah, well, they were, mm. so. Mm. Um, yeah, all right. Well, Cyber Monday, I've got a little list here. What My, you got? Oh, it's mainly at Mecca. What did you buy on Black Friday for yourself? Yeah, I'd buy something for myself. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> online? <laughs> Bit of online shopping oh, for me. Oh, okay. Add to cart. Yeah. Add to cart. Merry Christmas, Beck. Check out. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. So, are you much of a royal watcher? Uh, not really. No, I'm. Um, I'm still a bit, uh, I suppose, dismayed by the royal family because I just think I'm not quite sure of the relevance anymore. But mm. I know in England, you know, if you go over there, it's yeah. just massive. But I've never watched the Crown. You've got to watch the Crown. Oh, I know you said it's great. Yeah, I haven't caught up with the latest uh, series, yeah. but. Uh, uh, the Royals are bracing for the release of a tell-all uh, novel, Endgame, Inside the Royal Family and the Monarchy's Fight for Survival. It's by uh, Royal Correspondent Omid Scobie, and it's it lifts the lid based on royal insiders. So we can't oh, right. really be sure whether any of it is true, but it will be scandalous. And it does cover off on some of the points that Meghan Markle uh, raised with her. Remember that tell-all interview uh, with Oprah? Were you silent? Or were you silenced? <laughs> silenced. Uh, but not one, but two members of the royal family who still haven't been named mm. were very concerned about the colour of Harry and Meghan's baby and asked just how dark that baby would be. And what? she's accused them of racism. Really? Yeah, which is pretty, it's pretty mm. dodgy, but they don't, they haven't revealed who those two people were. Uh, it also uh, shows that Will is very impatient 
to get to the throne. And I can kind of see that. We won't have to wait long. How old is Charles? He, he's certainly in the 80s, wouldn't he? Is he in the 90s? No, he's not. He's not Googling. Well, I've got to say, well, Prince Charles did a reasonable apprenticeship. He took a long, long time, but certainly Will won't be waiting as long. 75. 75. Is he? He's younger than um, bloody, what's Joe, his Biden? Name? Joe Biden. Oh, 1948. Oh, really? I would have thought he was well into his 80s, Charlie. Uh, and also that, uh, I mean, I feel like everything in this book is is around rumours we've already heard. That Kate and Meghan never really got along and that Kate was very cold to Meghan. Mm. That also that the two women, Kate and Meghan, were encouraged to dress like Diana and were also um, given inspiration pics from Diana to, to dress like her, which I think is a little eerie to be told to dress like your, mm. you know, your mother-in-law once she's passed. Mm. I mean... I, I can't imagine. I mean, sorry, Tina, if you're listening, but I wouldn't. It's it, mother-in-law. What sort of gear does Tina wear? What, what sort of Tina, stuff does Tina, Tina get around? Tina loves a in? good slack. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and some cumps. Right. So uh, were a you nice... silent, or were you silent? <laughs> so a nice woolen pant. <laughs> a nice, a nice woolen pant with mm. some with some cumps. That's what we can expect and, from you. Okay. <laughs> Look out! I'm raiding my mother-in-law's wardrobe. In the uh, Doctor Scholl orthopedic <laughs> shoes, the footwear you buy from the chemist. The chemist shoes. You do not go oh, to the yes. chemist to buy footwear. <laughs> a little bumpy. Yep. Oh. The masseurs. Yeah, the masseurs. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. So, the Blackwood High School class oh, yeah. of 1993 reunion at the Brighton Metro Hotel. I reckon there are several hundred Year 12 and Year 13 students from that year and yep. about 30 turned up. Oh, that's not bad. No. 30 years ago. 30, yeah, all wow. right, all right. No no need to rub it in. But it wasn't officially sanctioned by the school. It was basically a Facebook group that a couple of my girlfriends started a couple of months oh, ago. Right. So. okay. Oh, just a couple of months ago. Um, yeah, it was pretty oh. last minute. Okay. And look, I was so nervous about it because I was I started at Blackwood in year ten, didn't have that many friends as you know, I missed out on schoolies, I wasn't mm. invited. So as I was heading there, it was like sixteen year old Beck walking into that um, that pub. Anything I'd achieved in my life had all just washed away and I walked in, I went, Where do I stand? Who do I talk to? Uh, it was the weirdest feeling. Who did uh, you come confronted across? Anyone? Because obviously you were excluded from your schoolies, as well, we discovered. Were there a few that gave you a hard time? Yeah. There, so what I discovered, it was a bit of a bombshell, is as we talked about on schoolies, I wasn't invited. In, mm. So I was sort of floating in between two groups. What I didn't realise is that both groups had didn't a schoolies like event. And I wasn't invited. <laughs> I fell oh, through the cracks no. of both of them. But you know what? Someone brought a yearbook and it was actually, it's actually kind of eerie to look back at those young faces and then people would point and say, well, that person has sadly passed away. Oh, really? That no. guy's in jail. Oh, what? One yeah, of our guys yeah. from school's in jail for a very serious yep. affair. I think it's pending trial, so we wow. might not talk about that. Okay. Um, you know, this person's on their second marriage or it's sort of like this time machine mm. where you look at look at a face that you knew 30 years ago and, and, and fill in all, all the pieces. Okay, so if you went in there and you felt a bit uncomfortable and it took you right back, if we could wind things back the 30 years, what would have you done differently to now? In terms of what I would have done as a... As a Whatever. I think I what, would have... As so the life choices, what I would they was, be? I was... Sh- 
Oh, what would I have changed yeah, would in the have last you, would 30 have you years? Done, would you follow the same path? Are you happy with that? Oh, or now gosh, that you get that chance? that's a big picture question. Well, you've got that chance of reflection. Don't some of those things happen when you're confronted yeah, by the fact? Yeah, you do. And you're looking at your yearbook and you're going, look, well, there's, you know, 16, 17-year-old yeah. little Beck. Um, and you've gone down that path. Would have you followed the same path or would have you changed it? Yeah, I'm pretty it? happy where I am. I so think. you would have, same job, you would have gone in and studied the same thing? Well, I don't know how I ended up in this job, because another thing that people remembered about me is they all said you were, you didn't speak. Right. You were, like, how do you speak for a living? You were quiet mm. as a mouse. One girl used to catch the bus with me, the oh. K bus, the same bus that the Hilltop Hoods were on. Yeah, yeah. And she said, I never wanted to sit next to you on the bus because you didn't talk. <laughs> so what we're discovering is a real pattern here, isn't it? Yeah. So there yeah. were two groups. Yeah. Both mm. of them had schoolies and you weren't invited to either. Yeah. Um, you used to sit on the bus with Hilltop Hoods and all the cool kids. Sure. On your own and no one would speak to you. <laughs> um, fascinating schooling <laughs> experience. Um, it, have you regular therapy to get through this or Maybe you just I skip that? saved up all my words from school and now I just bullet them out to you. <laughs> In any You're order. You're so lucky. You're my new best friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually... When I, Regret going on Saturday now. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. If anyone was there at Robbie Williams last night, they would have been very jealous of the people in the front row. Some audience participation, including uh, Donna. You'd remember Donna and her daughter, Montana. Donna. Okay, Donna. You, are, you have the most beautiful eyes, babe. Donna, I'm going to sing a song to you. I was her. She was me, we were one, we were free, and if there's somebody calling me on, she's the one. Well, she is the one. Her name is Donna, and you wonder how excited she would have been. Well, let's find out. Good morning, Donna the One. How are you? Good morning, guys. I am fantastic. How are you? Oh, probably not as excited as you. You still sound a little giddy, Donna. Oh, I am. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> oh, I bet. So you were right up the front. Tell us, what time did you get there? We got there when the gates opened at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, so yeah. you essentially sat there for the whole day, what, 12 and a half hours? Yep, the whole day. Right. Now, Donna, you obviously got your prime spot. Um, tell us what it was like to be that close to Robbie. Oh, it was amazing. The atmosphere was amazing. All the people around were amazing. He is just such an epic performer. He is brilliant. And he did say that everybody around you or the women around you were just so supportive and uh, in your moment. Yeah, they were. I had a beautiful bunch of people around me. Some of them were my friends that I knew and I was there with and other people that we just met from standing there all day. So, yeah, it was a really great moment. Have you washed your hand? No. <laughs> I, had, I had a shower with my hand out the shower. Oh, that is great, Donna. Um, go and get yourself a glove now so you can keep that hand protected for the day. I will, I will. Donna, Thank I, you. I saw where he put that hand too during the concert. Oh, yes, well. <laughs> I, I had to touch. I really wanted to kiss his face, but I couldn't get close enough from the fence. <laughs> Good on you, Donna. What a wonderful moment. I'm glad you got to experience it. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Your husband, James, beautiful, beautiful man. Um, I would say yeah, very, very supportive partner. Would I be correct? Yes. Okay. Well, yesterday was a special day for both of you because it was your what? 
Oh, yes. Yesterday. It was um, our wedding anniversary. How many? What um, number? We were married in 2005. 18, 18. 18 years. Hang on. How old's Grace? Yeah, Grace is 20. Do the maths. Oh, yeah. what, what happened there? <laughs> she was our little flower girl. Do, you, do I strike you as a conventional person? When I got pregnant with her, I said, if you propose to me, there will be no shotgun wedding. So don't even think about it. It took him two years to get up the courage to propose even though we had a <laughs> he shotgun. He was scared. <laughs> what, what's the age difference then from Grace? Uh, five years. Right, so the second okay. one was born in wedlock. Yep. If you want and to tell God. No, that's right. So it took him two years to get the courage and another three to have another go at it. Fair <laughs> enough. Righto. Um, so your 18th wedding anniversary, congratulations. Wonderful achievement. Thank you. Uh, and I mean yeah. that with all sincerity. Pretty much, ha- yeah, ha- half my life. Yep. It's tough, but you know, it's a, no, but no, I mean, it's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you're working on it every day, which is great. So 18 is a terrific achievement. In fact, the present for an 18th wedding anniversary is porcelain. Oh! It is, yes. Perfect, because we got a new toilet last week. (laughs) There you go. So you guys are traveling beautifully. Um, So I had a chat to Jimbo. Um, Just tell everyone what he shared with you as a present for your 18th wedding anniversary. It was actually super thoughtful, actually. So our wedding flower was Mm. the Phalaenopsis orchid. And so he got Sounds me like a... something dangerous. <laughs> you get a little cream for that, don't you? So he got me uh, that orchid in a pot. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Some lovely chocolates and a very um, heartfelt card. Oh, really? Yeah, it was lovely, oh, well, actually. I didn't expect anything. Oh, but, yeah. What do you mean you didn't expect anything? You're adding 20 anniversary. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, but, it's symbolic. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't expect it. It was Okay, it was well, kind. good on you, Jim. You, what do you get? His frangipelli... No, fal- phalaenopsis. That's it. Yep. That's good. So he got you your phalaenopsis. <laughs> so tell everyone what you got for Jimbo. Oh. I didn't know we were doing gifts. <laughs> what do you mean? It's your 18th wedding anniversary. Well, he just we had a birthday. <laughs> I got him something for that. Mate, just because he had a birthday, it's oh, your 18th wedding anniversary. That means we've had 18 of them. I, oh I did it. I look. I felt a little bad because I didn't know he was going to go to so much trouble. I thought I might get a card. I must admit, usually I get him a card. So you got him nothing. I got him the privilege oh, of being dear. married to me. But <laughs> oh dear! Come on, mate. Are you going to go and get something today for him? You have to. Oh, I don't know. It's you a bit to. of an afterthought now, isn't it? Well, it's a lot better than no thought. Mm. An afterthought's better than lack of thought. Maybe I'll give him a special little cuddle. Tonight. Okay. Um, <laughs> Have you actually bought, what's the best present you've ever bought him? Um, oh, I bought him some bad presents over the years. Okay. I got him some, I got him some bathroom scales one year. <laughs> that didn't oh go down God. very well. <laughs> what? Are, seriously? Yeah, I'm not, I'm a very. Are you trying to sabotage this relationship? <laughs> oh, well, what's, the, well, what's the worst gift you've ever received? Worst gift I ever received was for my 40th birthday. I got a lamp. A lamp? Yep. And I, I'm 100%. Where right? from? Uh, for my wife, I've got a lamp, which clearly is like I've had a gut, gut full of you. You're going to get a lamp for your forties. No, because she clearly wanted it for herself. Right. You know, like when it's like, you know, when a guy buys a woman, I don't know, a toaster or a kettle or something, oh. you just go, that's a red flag for you. Yes. So I've got a lamp. Like a, one of those touch lamps? No, I got touched by it. Really, it was ridiculous. No, it was like a um, like with a big sort of rod on it, and mm. then the lamp hung over the top of the rod, like over a couch. And I thought, just what you needed. What a <laughs> crap present! No thought. Not only was it no thought. Actually, there probably was enough thought to go. I need a new lamp. It's his birthday. That'll do. Beck celebrated the 18th wedding anniversary with Big Jimbo yesterday. Congratulations! Mm. Uh, and a very thoughtful man. He got you some sort of plant. <laughs> what was it called? A, we say plant here in South Australia. Got you some sort of plant? <laughs>
What did he get you? He got me a, a, fla- a potted flower that was our wedding flower. Chocolates and, and chocolates a heartfelt and a, card. Yeah. yeah. Really nice. And you got him absolutely nothing. <clears throat> yes. Yes, I did. I, I, he caught me a bit off guard. I didn't know yep. we were doing gifts and um, I just gave him a winning smile. <laughs> yep. I got a, uh, a horrible lamp for my 40th and sits in the corner and I just shake my head every time I look at it. Uh, Jamie from Glenelg, we're talking about crap presents. What did you get? So for my 30th birthday, my now ex yes. um, bought me uh, some oven trays and a couch cushion. <laughs> oh, Jamie. That's a variety. covers two rooms there. I was absolutely mortified, safe to say. He is now an ex for a reason. <laughs> oven trays. Was there any oven indication trays. you needed them? <laughs> no. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> oh. oh. And, and did he enjoy the couch cushion that he bought for you that he used every night when he watched TV? Well, I definitely said to him he could take it with him when he left. <laughs> <laughs> Anything in the domestic realm that's gifted to a steer woman. Clear? Steer clear. Any sort of kitchen appliance, vacuum. Hang on. You can stick it up. You... But what about if it's one of those like stick vacuums? Yeah. Still mate, you can stick it. No. Mate, they, that's not a you got gift one of those? though. A Dyson. A Dyson. Yeah, you got a stick, well, they all make them now, all the brands. Do, yeah. you, do you have a stick vacuum? I do. It's It's... It's life-changing, but still, well, if a man gave me a vacuum... Hang on. If a man changed your life in a positive way, you'd be happy. And that va- mate, I those buy my things, own bloody vacuum. Those things can suck a tennis ball through a garden hose. They're that powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> Lorraine from Balaclava. Good morning, Lorraine. Good morning. Okay. Tell us uh, what you got from your husband. I got a green plastic fold-out chair. Nice. <laughs> Christmas. Right. <laughs> and anything else? And for my birthday, I got some flowers, plain flowers, self-raising flowers. You say I never buy you flowers. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's good. That is good. Okay, Jess from Oakland's Park. Jess, what'd you get? Hey guys, um, so for my 30th, I received a slow cooker because every girl dreams of one of those for her 30th birthday. But the kicker was, yeah. we actually already had a slow cooker in the cupboard. Oh, nothing like a backup though. No, no. What woman doesn't need two slow cookers? Just can I ask, why is it in the cupboard? Don't I use the slow cooker just about every day. This is back when I, you know, I just turned 30. So I wasn't exactly into the slow cooker mode with the kids and everything. And I think it was just a very cheap one as well. So it literally just turned on and turned off. And I was just like, nah, in the back of the cupboard, you go there to die. It wasn't like a Thermomix or anything, (laughs) Do you um, whip out your slow cooker? I have a slow cooker. I used it once. What? I tried to do a minestrone soup and I put too much pasta in. So when I got home from work, it was no just liquid. a whole thing of oh, gluggy pasta. Mate. It was disgusting. Dear. Nice lamb shoulder mm. in oh, there. Pork, so many. Pork. Oh, oh, why? No, you, mate, you've got to get into the slow cooker. I don't pull pork. Uh, Sarah has sent us a text. Um, her husband re-gifted some gift cards from his wallet um, and they were half used. <laughs> and he was able to give her as a present. <laughs> and uh, look, Renee got the classic pairing too. Um, this is the socks and jocks of the female world. You know, the blokes normally mm. get for Father's Day. The socks and jocks of the female world is the ironing board and the oven mitts. <gasps> I good, would pack my bags. <laughs> Come on. Okay, Michelle from Modbury North. Uh, can you top some of these gifts that have been handed out? Yeah, sure. My dad would have to be the worst gift giver. So uh, one year it was my stepmom's birthday and yep. she was missing just one hubcap from her car. Right. So my dad went for a walk through the Westfield Marion car park and obviously found 
the correct uh, rim uh, and grabbed it off the car because it was just a click on one and wrapped it up and gave it to her for her birthday. Oh, uh, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> What's dad's name? His name's Kevin. I love you, Kevin. That is awesome. Don't do that. But you know what? That is that is a very very uh, intelligent man. He's a bloody thief, but he's very very intelligent. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Got a secret? Can you keep it? Beck and Soda secrets of the suburbs. Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Only on SAFM. We are counting down to our top secret of the suburb with $5,000 on the line. If you've got something you've been holding close to your chest for a long, long time and you'd like to unburden yourself, safm.com.au is where you need to go. We've had some crackers so far and... This one, Beck, is uh, it's a tough one to deal with. Yeah, if you've ever thought of taking one of those ancestry uh, tests, well, be careful. Anonymous, tell us your secret. My secret is I had a DNA test and it turns out my dad wasn't my real dad. It was his best friend. Why did you get the DNA test in the first place, Anonymous? Because I looked a lot different to everyone else in my family. Right, in what way? Skin colour... Hair colour, everything. How old were you when you took the test and found out? I was 21. So tell us about the moment when you got your DNA test results back. So I got it on Christmas and, yeah, I was shocked. I was looking at where my culture come from and, yeah, and it come back that I wasn't even that culture and it was quite a shock. How did you go sitting at the table at Christmas lunch? I would have found that so hard to keep that in. It was very, very hard. We went to my father's cabin and yeah, I was crying, laughing, happy, very, very sad because looking at my older brothers and my older sisters, I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm not related to you guys. When you sent the test off, did you expect that it would come back and reveal something that you didn't expect? Yeah, no, I didn't expect anything. I was like, okay, yeah, um, I'll come back Australian and my dad's culture and yeah, just it come back totally different. And so how did that reveal who your real father was? I matched with someone with the same last name and I was like, oh my God, okay, yeah. So Anonymous, you're saying you matched with someone with a last name that you actually knew and that was your dad's best mate? Yes, yeah. Okay, so surely you went and then confronted your mother that you know her secret? No, I didn't. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to hurt my father. But no. how, how do you feel about your mother now you know this? There's a lot of feelings behind it, a lot of anger. Um, I feel more sorry for my father having to raise a child that wasn't his. I want to tell him, but I don't want to tell him. And it's, yeah, just kind of all up in the air. <laughs> so given the fact that you've remained silent, is it possible that only your mum knows the secret as well as you, or maybe, I'm not saying anything in particular, maybe your mum doesn't even know. My mum was very, um, very um, likeable. So yeah, she had lots of male friends and I don't think she knows. So potentially you may be the only person who knows this secret. Have you shared it with anyone? I've shared it with my husband, but that is it. 
he was with me when I got my test results and I was, yeah, very, very shocked. And he was just, he just sat there and looked at me. This is quite <laughs> remarkable. Must be a really heavy burden to bear for you. It is. It's quite sad, but um, it is what it is and you kind of just have to move forward. I'm still my dad's child and that's that. So it hasn't changed the way you feel about your father? No, it hasn't. I'm still his child. Do you have any regrets? Do you wish you never opened this Pandora's box? Yes, I yeah, I have, yeah, big regrets. Um, but it hasn't changed anything, so because no one else knows, and I think if someone like my sisters, my dad, my mum, if they do know and find out, I don't know what the, like, what it would be it's hard to imagine a life without them. It's a good point because this could just lead off to a whole different chain of events, really, couldn't it, if it was revealed? That's right. This is very selfless of you. You're doing this to protect your dad, but also to protect your mum. Yes, my, more my dad than my mum, but I just don't want to hurt his feelings. I, I couldn't imagine how he would feel loving a child and then finding out it wasn't his. This is unbelievably brave and courageous that you're sharing this. Beck obviously just mentioned to you, you know, do you have regrets? So if you could go back in time, would you never have done the DNA test? Yes, I would never have done it. So speaking to us now anonymously, do you feel like you're in the confession booth? Like, does it feel better being able to tell it? It's good to get the weight off my shoulders. It builds courage to one day, if it does ever come out... I will have that courage to be like, okay, yep, this is what it is and this is how it's going. We were unbelievably grateful that you had the courage to open up to us and we just wish you all the best. I'm really glad that your partner knows that you've actually got someone to talk to about this too. Got a secret. Beck and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs. Share your secret at safm.com.au. That was a big one. Have you got a secret? You can call 13 at 10.60 now with your secret. You've got $5,000 to give away. Absolutely. Um, That's a struggle, isn't it, when you find out that your dad's not your dad. I remember reading once that around about a fifth of tests when someone questions whether Mm. it's, you know, the paternity Mm. of a child, around about a fifth of them come back saying that, no, it's definitely not the dad you thought. Yeah, right. Goodness me. It's a lot, isn't it? Imagine knowing that. I mean, later on, you just go, wow, Mm. all that... It's a burden. That's going to come out. That's yeah. She's going to blurt that out at some point. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, guys, it is Scams Awareness Week this week and so many different ways that con artists can get to you in more and more convincing ways. Yeah, every day they are looking at different scams, so we're going to keep you updated with what you need to worry about. Uh, Sergeant David Mitchell joins us. He looks after a lot of cyber safety at SAPOL. And with Scams Awareness Week, day one, Sergeant Mitchell, we are looking at sextortion. Uh, okay, mate, what is it? So sextortion is an extremely serious issue. The age demographic is really worrying. Um, the target audience is probably from 14 to 21 years of age. Wow. <laughs> and, and so what are the scammers doing? So sextortion usually starts with a random uh, friend request. Yep. And the majority of the time, it could be just an image just scraped from the internet. Over time, a relationship is built. And many times you'll find that the scammer will... Um, move conversation to an encrypted messaging app. It's very, very hard to trace. And then the scammer will encourage the victim to share an intimate image or video. Mm. So they'll say, look, if you share yourself doing intimate acts, I will send you a video. Mm. Uh, So the key is here, 
beware what you share. Yep. Never share anything online. You don't know where that's going to end up. Yep. Um, so once they've you know they've got the the image or the the video, mm-hmm. then blackmail oh, starts right. to appear. Yep. Right. If you don't send me this amount of money, this yes. image and video is going to be disseminated through all your friends and family oh. and causes absolute mayhem and distress. Yeah, particularly for if you're anybody. saying targeting young boys, they're going to be embarrassed, <clears throat> yeah. they're not going to want to tell mum. So wow. would you recommend um, just going to police if this happened? Obviously, don't pay. I know it, you know it's embarrassing, but the chances of it actually being released are pretty low, so just go to the cops. We have had cases where it has been released. I think it starts with education. Parents not need to be aware. Not pictures in the first place. Yeah, correct, yeah. Parents need to be aware of what's going on. Educate. There's plenty of uh, tools and resources online. E-Safety Commissioners, a really, really good mm. website to go on to you know, learn about sextortion. Yep. Uh, there's a term I used to, uh, I really like to use um, with any scam really, is to be politely paranoid about any contact online. So yep. if you get in that friend request... Mm. Do that online research. There's, there's you know, reverse image searching tools where you can search an image online and find out if it's been used in you know, scams mm. anywhere else. You just got to be yep. so careful and not trust anything. Please, please, please report mm. if you are a victim of sextortion. You need to go on to the Report Cyber website, mm-hmm. which is at cyber.gov.au. That initiates an investigation and SAPOL will receive that report. So it can be mm-hmm. investigated. Sergeant David Mitchell uh, from SAPOL, thank you so much for joining us on Scams Awareness Week. You're welcome. Pleasure. SAFM's Beck and Soda, six to nine weekdays. SAFM.